What is up? I am your host, Kenny Severo, and welcome to Kenny the Sports Guys Podcast, Episode 2. In this episode, I will be talking about the current state of WWE. With the ongoing coronavirus pandemic ravaging around the world, how did WWE navigate these choppy waters? Who do I think is the best wrestler in WWE right now? And which is the best brand that you should watch as a wrestling fan in WWE? Stay tuned and thank you for listening. Before I get started, in my last episode, which was my very first one on this podcast, I've discussed my predictions for the upcoming 2020 MLB season. I mean, if there's a season. If you haven't heard it yet, please subscribe to my channel at Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM. Search Kenny the Sports Guy Podcast, and you are there. Feel free to download and listen to my podcast, which I will be doing every month. Okay, moving on. Today, I want to discuss the current state of WWE. But for that, here's the backstory. I am a huge wrestling fan. I was born in 1989 and I had the pleasure of growing up in the golden age of wrestling and the legendary Attitude Era. From the legendary matches of Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man to The Rock versus Stone Cold, I have seen it all over my years of watching wrestling. Other than my love of baseball, wrestling comes second. Anyway, enough of me rambling. Let's get to discussion. So, the state of WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. It, it's really such a broad topic because there are no, so many factors to it. You got Raw, which you already know is a flagship show and has been for the last 25 plus years. Then you got SmackDown, which is the B show, and many will argue that it is better than Raw, including me. And you got NXT, the baby of Triple H. So you got one show which is sinking the ratings, another show that is stuck on Fridays, thanks in part to Fox, and a promising young show that is competing on Wednesday nights against another wrestling company who is on the rise. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then it's it's AEW. Let's begin with Monday Night Raw. Before I get started, it's worth mentioning that WWE has been doing all the shows without fans due to the coronavirus pandemic. Just last Monday Night at Raw, they started to put fans, aka NXT developmental wrestlers, into the crowd to make it feel like a live event. Raw has been lacking lately, but I feel like it will be it will get better. Currently, the WWE champion is Drew McIntyre, who I love and is, is one of my favorite wrestlers in wrestling. After defeating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, I was so happy to see that McIntyre won the belt. He absolutely deserved it. He clearly overtaken Roman Reigns as the face of the company. However, I feel like he serves better as a heel rather than a babyface. I'll tell you why. He's this intimidating figure who can basically beat people up at any given moment. I mean, his battles with the Shield, which he destroyed, by the way, was was actually really, really good. 
I'm actually shocked that he actually is the champion because he waited 19 years for this moment. He absolutely nailed it at WrestleMania. Now his feud is Bobby Lashley is borderline personal, but they will fight a backlash, which I believe is going to be a really, really good matchup. And it will be the first time that Lashley has a title shot in over 10 years, which is still mind-boggling to me considering that Bobby Lashley is one hell of an athlete as well. As for the tag team division, it looks like Vince forgot about them and it shows. I love the Street Street Profits. I've been following them since the days of NXT. I'm glad they on are on Raw and they're the tag team champions, but the only rivalry that they have going on right now is the Viking Raiders. Other than that, the t- Raw tag team division, it just... How should I say this? Random tag teams such as Ricochet and Alexander. The women's tag team division isn't much better. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Frost are okay champions at best, but they are in desperate need of a rivalry. The returning icons could provide that, but I have a feeling that WWE will break them up. Just over two weeks ago, we already saw Billy Kay smacking Peyton Royce, which could possibly plant the seed of a breakout towards them. Other than the Iconics and Nikki and Alexa, who are the other tag teams out there in the women's division? Asuka and Carrie Zane could be one, but Asuka is the women's champion right now. Speaking of the women's division, the women's division is actually doing pretty well. As you already know, Asuka won the money in the bank and so much more. It turns out that the match she won in at Money in the Bank was for the Women's Championship. The reason? Former champ Becky Lynch announced that she is pregnant with her first child, with her fiancé, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. I just want to give my congratulations to Becky and her fiancé on their upcoming child. So, Asuka is the new Women's Champion. However, she has a lot of competition and Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, and up-and-coming Bianca Belair. Here's the thing about Bianca Belair. I have not seen her since three weeks, in three weeks since she debuted with her real-life husband, Montez Ford, who is a part of the Street Profits. After that, we never seen her again. Like, what is really going on with her, honestly? She has too much talent just to be like uh, a background wrestler. I just really hope WWE, especially Vince McMahon, didn't lose faith in her. She might be actually the best women's wrestler on the roster on Raw, which is just saying something. One thing I failed to mention is the storyline between Randy Orton and Edge. I personally like this storyline because... It's one of those rare storylines in wrestling that things get very, very personal. But what I mean by personal is I mean very, very personal. Although I was very disappointed with the match at WrestleMania, 
which was probably the most interesting slash boring match I have ever seen in my life. They have another match at WWE Backlash, which WWE dubbed as the greatest wrestling match ever. Bad move, Chief. I don't know what McMahon is thinking, as I feel with that tagline, he is disrespecting other wrestlers and their class in matches with, uh, with that tagline. I only have one thing to say. I just hope Edge and Orton put up a classic five-star match. Otherwise, if they don't, then WWE and Edge and Orton will be fools. We look like a fool, actually. Let's move on to Friday Night SmackDown. SmackDown is in a bit of a pickle. Last October, they moved to Fox in an attempt to generate more viewership. Quite frankly, the show isn't bad. They have a lot of talent on the show. Currently, the Universal Champion is Braun Strowman. After a forgettable match against Goldberg at WrestleMania, he began a feud with Bray Wyatt. This could be a very good feud as both wrestlers already wrestled at Money in the Bank where Strowman retained his championship. Both wrestlers are very popular with the WWE Universe. I like Braun, I really do, but he deserves, and he deserves that championship, but Bray deserves it more. Well, actually, The Fiend does. Speaking of The Fiend, since debuting last year, he has been incredible. The Fiend persona has been ruined somewhat. The first few months was a perfect example of how to build, slowly build up a character. The only downfall was him losing to Goldberg at WWE Crown Jewel, which really was a disappointment and a head scratcher. Despite all that, Wyatt is still one of the top stars on SmackDown. The tag team division on SmackDown is a lot better. You have the New Day, who are currently the tag team champions, the Miz and John Morrison, and what's supposed to be the Usos until either Jimmy or Jay sustain an injury and will be out of action for a very long time. The Forgotten Sons are a bit of a wild card here because they came from NXT and were somewhat successful. This trio has a lot of talent, but is WWE Creative going to have a good story for them? You can also put heavy machinery into the mix, but with win or Otis winning the Money in the Bank briefcase a couple of weeks ago, that tag team might be on hiatus. The women's division is much more interesting. Bailey is currently the champion and has been champion for over 365 days. However, she has one big obstacle in the way. Sasha Banks. She has been with Bailey since the beginning of her title reign. Trust me, there's going to be a time where Sasha will turn her back on her. As for the rest of the women's division, you got Lacey Evans, who I believe that she was called up way too early. WWE hasn't really used her to the best of her ability. She needs a storyline desperately. Tamita has vastly improved a lot and actually had a title shot against Bailey. At money in the bank. Although she lost, I hope the road towards another championship is near for her. And finally, to wrap up this podcast, let's talk about NXT. Ah, NXT. The best brand in WWE. Why? Because Triple H is running the show. And the future of WWE lives here. Let's start with the WWE champion, NXT champion, Adam Cole. He has been a fantastic champion. Who has beaten the best of the best NXT has to offer. 
you can say that he has been the best champion NXT has ever had. I love Adam Cole. By the way, Adam Cole, baby. Crowd loves him. Catchphrase is awesome. Only question remains, who will beat him for the title? Next up is Johnny Gargano, who is the hardest soul of NXT. Well, not anymore. I don't know if I like his heel character. I like that he's teamed up with his real-life wife, Candice LeRae, but to me, Johnny has always been a babyface. It's weird to see him as a heel. Tommaso Ciampa is another guy that I like, and is one of my favorite wrestlers. I believe that he is the best wrestler on the roster. I would love to see him get another Dino Reign as NXT champion. The tag team division at NXT is pretty solid. You got the champions, Imperium, I hope I'm saying this right, Fabian Archer and Marcel Barthel, who might be the most underrated stable of wrestling, being led by the WWE UK champion, the Ring General Walter. They recently defeated Randy Orton's favorite wrestler, Matt Riddle, and Timothy Thatcher. Originally, it was Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, but due to a travel ban on COVID-19, Dunne isn't able to travel. The Undisputed Era is still looking around. The pairing of Bobby O'Fish, who I can't believe is 42 years old, and Kyle O'Reilly already made a mark at NXT. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for them to move on to the big time, either SmackDown or Raw. The women's division, I feel, is being leaned on, leaned on heavily at NXT. You have the champion, Charlotte Flair, who pretty much can take any championship she wants now. She's at NXT because whoever is ready for the main event, they will be put over by Charlotte at some point. Rhea Ripley reigning as champion was way too early to end. Miriam and Io Shirai are wrestlers that I have my eye on. Both have incredible talent and has the potential to be women's NXT champion at some point. Well, there you have it, my State of the WWE Address episode. I hope you enjoy the show, and remember to follow me on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports. That's Kenny underscore sports, and Instagram at Kenny the Sports Guy. Again, at Kenny the Sports Guy. I am also available on Google Podcasts and Spotify. Take care, and until the next episode, see ya.